Welcome to Jen and Juice. We are two sisters who grew up humbly in the trailer park and in Sunday school, where we weathered the storms of kitchen scissor bangs, purity culture, fundamentalism, culottes, flannel boards, and fellowship hall potlucks. We remain devout to Jesus as we continue to wrestle out our faith with fear and trembling. We hope to provide a safe space to have real, raw conversations about everything and nothing, this and that, the secular and the sacred, you know, the juxtaposition of all things life. We want to use what the Lord has given us. Snark, quick wit, hard-earned wisdom. We promise to show up wobbly on Sundays, strong on other days. We aim to be a refreshing palate cleanse in a world starving for hope and light. We're like therapy you can afford. Because we're free. So welcome to Gin and Juice. We're We're here here to help help a sister and brother out. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 30. I cannot believe we are in week 30, Jenny. We are doing book club wrap up today. And in in just a few minutes, we're going to welcome back sisters on the same page. But first, Jenny had a little idea about doing something we've not done before. Jenny, bring us into this fabulous idea. Okay, well, I don't know if it's just my weirdo brain, probably, but when I'm reading something that is not a movie or has not been turned into a movie, mm-hmm. I immediately start assigning cast members to the characters. Same. I have to put a face with the character. I do too. Same. And even if like they describe the character to me, I try to 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 visualize somebody that kind of looks like it but if it doesn't match my brain then I just you know go willy-nilly and pick somebody that I like better I love this so we're going to do that for our September book which was 28 summers by Ellen Hildebrand so good y'all if you have not read it so good Go read it. Go grab it on Scribd mm-hmm. or Audible or Kindle Plus and listen to it if you need to. I listened to it because mm-hmm. I was kind of busy at the beginning of September, but I was dying to like take in this book. And I and it's a it's, it's a, a thick it's book. a thick book. It's several hundred pages, and I listened to it while I was cleaning and just doing things around the house and like just gobbled it up in like mm-hmm. four days, and it was amazing. Okay, so we have a little synopsis, and then we're going to get into who we assigned for the characters, okay? Okay. All right, so 28 Summers by Ellen Hildebrand is a book about the romance and agony of a one-weekend-per-year affair. The book is based on the film Same Time Next Year, which the two main characters, Mallory and Jake, watch every summer. The book explores how this relationship complicates and enriches their lives and the lives of the people they love. So we're going to get into that with the sisters on their same page in a minute, but here is who we assigned as characters or the actors, actresses. So if Jenny was working on a TV set, her role in this would be as casting director. Yes. So she is the one who is placing the actor with the role. Okay. And so she is going to give us real live actors and assign them to characters in this book. So if you have read this book, this is going to be fun. Yes. And we we came up with some of them together. Yes. Because uh, Newsflash, I'm terrible at pop culture and I tried to keep it current. So I actually had to look up some people who I kind of was like, okay, I I envisioned this in my head. Now, who is she? Who is he? Jessica is just like spatting off names. And I'm like, wait, let me get the Google. Okay. I got to get the Google to look up the picture. But some, a lot of these Jenny has come up with on her own. Yeah. And you don't even know yet. I'm so excited. Okay. So the fact that you're going to know who they are, like off the top of your head, you're gonna be like, oh, they won an Academy Award in 19... 
30 you know <laughs> she knows those things okay so mallory blessing is our main character yes and together for her role we chose elizabeth olsen yes elizabeth so olsen she is the younger sister to mary kate and ashley olsen who played on full house as little michelle yes um as the baby and they're models and uh, beautiful and uh, they're gorgeous. Yes. So Elizabeth, and I think Elizabeth is actually prettier than Mary Kate and Ashley. She's beautiful. Uh, so she played on uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame. That is a really long title. Can we just like not call it all that? I know it's too long. That's ridiculous. I, I didn't see that movie. Did you? No. No. I'm not a I'm not a Doctor Strange person. And I love Avengers, but yeah, Doctor strange was anyway the name's too long so i'm not never going to see it yeah i don't want to say that i saw that yes so she also led her characters um let's see disney plus series wandavision which again i haven't seen yeah and then um that actually earned her nominations for a golden globe award and a primetime emmy award yes yeah so she is highly decorated yes and she's not somebody that you would the reason we picked her she's not somebody who is overtly gorgeous right she's got that subtle beauty mm-hmm. that she she'll turn your head mm-hmm. she's pretty without makeup yeah and then you put a little makeup on her and she's very pretty and then you glam her up and she's drop dead gorgeous yeah yeah so i just thought like nantucket she's in this little cottage yes and she's on the beach and um she's in her jeep yes or her blazer and she's a teacher yep and just all the like she's wholesome yeah she has that small town girl look about her yeah um but she also looks like she's just gonna throw on a pair of cutoffs and a tank top and you know go lay in the sun yeah totally like i can smell the sea and the salt and all of that and like see her hair flowing and her eyes just glistening in the sun yeah Yeah. beautiful i love this one that's my favorite so mallory blessing is elizabeth olsen Mm -hmm. okay okay so then our other main character is jake mcleod so we kind of thought jake mcleod as this Oh, um, again, not overtly handsome, right? but kind of like Kennedy-esque, you know, that's who I kept thinking. And so I almost wanted to cast JFK Jr. Yeah. But then I thought, no, that's too obvious. Right, right. So we went a little bit, uh, a little edgier, but still like that, that baby face, but also good looking and um, again, wholesome. Yes. Uh, Well, kind of (laughs) wholesome. Okay, go. Michael Gray, <laughs> who plays Finn Cole in Peaky Blinders. I love it. So his his face and his hair just make mm. me think Jake McCloud. Totally. Like you would totally see him and be like, he's important. Yes. And he's special. Yes. And he's kind. Yeah. But um, he's fun and edgy and you just want to be around him. Yes. And I, I don't know. That's... That's who I see. Yeah, he is so handsome. I loved him on Peaky Blinders. So he played Finn Cole, mm-hmm. who was uh, the cousin to um, the brothers. Shelby. Yeah, to <laughs> Thomas Shelby. Yeah. And um, Did you so, like that accent? <laughs> uh, that was excellent Irish <laughs> accent. So if you watched Peaky Blinders, you'll remember him as the cousin. And his, his mom was Polly. Yes. Okay. And so that that's like the most memorable role for me. And But yeah, he has that look like, 
oh, he's good looking, but he could also beat you up in the alley. Yeah, cutthroat. Yeah, like there's just something to him, but... Um, but kind. But kind. Oh, yeah, no, I love him for this because mm-hmm. yeah you're right he's handsome but not overtly like a john ham like yeah uh, chiseled perfect you know what i mean like yes. uh, like a hollywood star but it, there's something about him like yeah you're gonna do he's a double politic take. hot he is politic hot yeah yes girl and y'all know what that means because mm-hmm. politic hot is different than hollywood hot yeah there is something a little more distinguished a little less perfect like donald trump <laughs> oh <God. laughs> I'm going to put some booze in here for, I'm not even talking politics. I'm just saying the man is not handsome. And if you think he is, we, we, we definitely need to hear from you. We will shame you. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a big but fat this, joke. This guy is politic hot. He is. So. Okay. So Ursula, is it de Guernsey? De Guernsey. De Guernsey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she is Jake's wife yes. and she is, she's a lawyer. Yes. And then she, her role turns into like this political world where right. she's chasing this dream of eventually becoming the president. Right. Okay. Senate. Senate. Yeah. And then she becomes a senator. Right. Yeah. I can't remember the whole trajectory of her political career, but yeah, she starts out as a lawyer mm-hmm. and she's following that track and then she goes back politics she's in office she is in office and she is so driven Mm -hmm. and she is a very serious person yes and it's always like she at one scene in the in the book she's at a wedding and she brings in her folder (laughs) and she's doing paperwork (laughs) at a wedding ceremony yeah that's commitment or insanity or i did too i laughed at that i was like this woman is so singularly minded Mm -hmm. like achievement and rising to the top yeah okay so who did you cast oh it's a good one (laughs) this is funny because i have actually forgotten to um cast her Uh and so jessica and i were like talking and i said hey i forgot to cast ursula which you know hello duh but but i was trying to find like the perfect mix of the villain you love to hate yes but also like that you can root for yes you're secretly rooting for him some way some right for some reason but also you're like ooh, yes sick you know and she can't be too smiley yeah. and too just because ursula's character is not that not at all she's not misagreeable Mm-mm. she is the thinker the mind the, the very doer. serious mm-hmm. face the doer uh she's she is a born politician yes okay so and the funny thing is, the person I had in my head, Jessica said, hang on, you're not going to know who the, who I'm thinking of. So let me pull up a picture of her. So while she's on the Google picking up a picture for me, I immediately say, the girl from Riverdale. And Jessica goes, this one? And turns the computer around. Yes. And we are talking about the same lady who is Camilla Mendez. And she plays Veronica Lodge in Riverdale. She's perfect. 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 The final season of Riverdale, which I'm just now watching on Netflix. It's so weird. I don't really love it, but it's okay. It um, went dark. Yeah. And I don't. And weird. Yeah. And I don't do anything witchcraft related no. or I, I don't like anything demonic or spirit related in that realm. And so there's seasons. I mean, I literally skipped from like season three to like this one just and it's weird. But Veronica Lodge's hair. Oh, <laughs> she has this short bang, but like a full, full forehead bang. Ooh. And watching her on that, I'm like, it's it's a sharp look. Yeah. But her hair's still long, but just this very short, short bang. And it just it's just very business yeah. and sharp looking. And she, it's definitely like 
kind of kind of Hollywood starlet, mm-hmm. but in this role as Ursula, like I could so see it with um, Camilla's uh, just her sharp features. Yes. She has a sharp cheekbone. She has sharp eyebrows. She has these almond eyes that are raised. Uh, little her jawline. Jawline is sharp. Little pointy nose. Her mm-hmm. lips are not overtly huge and puffy. They're just kind of, which is, she is gorgeous. Gorgeous. But she can be very understated. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, politic hot, you know, yeah. you, you got to be understated. Yeah. Can't be so gorgeous. Yep. And so I, I totally could see her in that. Yeah. Pencil skirt, serious, pantsuit, politics. Here we go. Like, Stiletto heels. Totally. Running oh, a marathon around bet. people. Mm-hmm. And then she dresses up for a wedding and everybody's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. she's stunning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Perfect. She is so perfect. Tell us her name again. Camilla. Camilla Mendez. Camilla Mendez. Veronica Lodge in Riverdale. She's fabulous. Okay. So Cooper Blessing. This is Mallory's brother. He's oh, the Coop. older brother who loves to get married. <laughs> Bless Cooper's heart. <laughs> oh, he marries a crackhead. He marries oh. the one who's avoiding a boyfriend back in what, Mexico or Peru the or somewhere. One to me was like he marries that first girl, which everybody's like, don't do it. And yeah. then they're married like one day yeah. or a month, 30 days. And she's <laughs> literally hooked on meth. <laughs> Like Cooper, like how did you not know she she leaves him to go back to the trailer park and do meth with her mom? Yeah, like for real. That's how the story goes. Yeah. Like it's too like it's not funny, but you're like, whoa, whoa. That, that jigged left when I thought it was gonna yeah. jar right. You like, know? did you not look at her teeth? Yes, yeah. was, was she not quite methed up yet? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so who's our precious okay. Cooper? So Cooper to me is good looking. Mm-hmm. But also kind of like a little derpy, but kind of mystery about him, but also like all in, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know if this describes him or not, but it does to me. Drew Starkey. You don't know who that is? I'm having to look him up right now. I'm Googling him. Rafe Drew. Cameron on Outer Banks. Okay. I had Rafe as Frey in my brain the whole time I'm reading that book. No way. Yes. But when I was first thinking, when when we started and characters were introduced in my brain, I kept going back and forth between Rafe or uh, Drew Starkey being Cooper or Frey. Frey. Weird. Back and forth. Okay. That's crazy. I, I, I accept that. Okay. Okay, well, and we might go back and forth because now that you say that, who I picked for Frey, we might be able to switch. Okay. So hold that thought. Okay. Okay. So Drew Starkey is, he just has that. I, you know what I mean? Like I it's do. Like I a, can't even put a word to it. It's not it. clueless, but yeah. like he's deep in thought, but also kind of not a thought in his head. <laughs> kind of up to something <laughs> yes! all the time. He's Henri. Henri. Yes. He's, he's, he got that Henri look and then he's like, oh, challenge accepted. Yeah. And it's always with a woman and it's always a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm divorced again. Okay. Yes. Let's, yeah. Now I'm getting married again. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Okay. So the next one up is Leland, the awful best friend. Yes. So she is Mallory's best friend from childhood, mm-hmm. and she's a terrible person. So <laughs> I was trying to think of somebody who was very pretty. Yeah. But they have this deep down look in their eye like, I'm out for myself. Okay. And if you're in my way, I will annihilate you. Okay. But also, I'm going to have a face that can get along. Okay. Okay. So here's who I picked. Yeah. Anna Camp, who is Aubrey in Pitch Perfect. 
Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Leland to me was always blonde. I don't remember if they described her any other way, but to me, she was always that blonde that was just that, like, oh, I'm going to smile at you, but deep down, I am planning your demise. Totally. And how to ramrod you. I love it. Oh, I think that's so perfect. In the insecure part. Yes. Like, she plays that so well. She's such a beautiful actress. Yeah. But she can totally hone in on, I'm gorgeous, I'm an achiever, I'm accomplished, and yet... I have this deep-seated fear I'm not enough. Yeah. And so, and that's definitely Leland. At the end of the day, she's always worried about not being enough, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's her, just insecurity drips from her. For sure. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so Anna Camp, love it. Okay. So the next one is Fifi. And th- she's the, um, she's Leland's girlfriend. Yes. And she's very fancy. Yes. And um, so she comes in. She's not like a huge player in this. And we kind of talk about it with the sisters here in a little bit. But um, she just brings this like spice to it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought, oh gosh, I love this so much. Hannah, Simone, Cece, and New Girl. That is really good. Because she's exotic yes. and yes. I think in the book she's black I think she's is she I, black but I, and I'm not sure what she, I can't remember she's like Haitian is she, no is that another book I read oh, I'm gosh. getting confused because she spoke she spoke French right yeah I don't know. I, I always saw Hannah Simone in my Hannah mind. Hannah Simone. I love it. Yeah. I'll take it. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because I've been, I'm reading two books at the same time now and I can't remember <laughs> now. So forgive us if, if she was cast in, in the book as a person of color. But Hannah Simone is a person yeah. of color. Yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. I love Hannah Simone. Yeah. She is beautiful. She is gorgeous. And she like, just looks exotic. And yeah. like she could uh, just, whenever I see, when I read what Fifi said and everything and how she walked and talked and carried herself, I'm like, that's Hannah Simone. It is. And she has this calming way about her and this very yes. self, just self uh, aware. And confident. And just self-confident kind of mm-hmm. a, a way that is such the juxtaposition to the Anna Camp, you know, yes. uh, little frenetic Leland who's always got her eye on everyone is always jealous very feline very feline (laughs) and she might be shaking your hand and smiling and purring but she got a dagger in that other hand Mm -hmm. ready to to stick you at any moment and then you've got the hannah simone who has this calm and she's debonair debonair and she's comfortable with her body and her mind and her talent and and she's not afraid or intimidated by yours. Yeah. You know, so, oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. Hannah Simone. Okay, two more. So, Frey. So, Frey okay. is Cooper's best friend and also the father of Mallory's son. Yeah. Baby daddy. Baby daddy. So, I chose for him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John Shelby, who is Joe Cole in Peaky yes. Blinders. Yeah. So, this is the one that I was kind of like, I could kind of see him as Cooper as well. Yes. So those are kind of a toss-up. Okay, no. So for me, that was that was the thing. Is in my mind, I would go back and forth, but I could see him as as. And actually, looking at pictures right now of, um, he just looks troubled. Yeah, he like looks that troubled. deep. Yeah, you know, uh, the, the, I'm looking at pictures of Drew Starkey, uh-huh. and I'm like, no, I I can definitely see him as as Cooper. Yeah, and then John, John Shelby. Yes, as. The, as Frey. Um, as Frey. Yeah. Why because can I not remember Frey today? <laughs> I have looked at Jenny like, help, help, every time. Mayday, Mayday, what's his oh, name? Oh, I have brain fog. Uh, well, and Frey's like his past with his mother, who was 
a drug addict yes and just his past was just so troubled and you could just see the trouble in john shelby's eyes like he's got this you know dark past okay and joe cole does this great joe cole who plays that character has this great like glare like yes. where he makes his eyes just i don't know his eyes tell a story mm-hmm. of like pain and depth and suffering and then the story of Frey at the very beginning where you think he's going to die mm-hmm. at the beginning of 28 summers book and and then his life does this incredible 180 yeah and he ends up being super successful and he chooses a life of sobriety and he just he's he does great mm-hmm. and there's that like inside of him like these deep waters in his eyes yes. i can totally see that yeah i love it he's he's a good one okay okay Joe the last Cole. one okay. is um link mallory's oh. son so he played a very minor role yes but i just think the opening scene is him being told by mallory his mom to get an envelope out of the sticky drawer, which I love because <laughs> yes. I'm like, we all have that drawer that sticks that you're just yes. like, why have I not fixed this in right. 30 years? Right. This is ridiculous. And, um, and he's like, well, which one? <laughs> because they're all stuck. <laughs> yeah. And so he opens it. So anyway, he's supposed to call, you know, Jake McLeod and all that. So, and then at the very end, he comes in. So Link is Mallory and Frey's son. Mm-hmm. So for him, I chose Hunter Doohan, who is... Tyler Galpin on Wednesday, the the series. Hunter Doohan? Uh-huh. D-O-O-H-A-N. And he plays Tyler on the Wednesday uh, series, like TV series. Uh-huh. And I, he is in real life 29. So in the book, he's like 19, right? Right. right so right. I get that. But So 29-year-olds play 19, yes, right? Exactly. On TV. So come on. But yeah. he's got that baby face. He's unassuming. He's he's charming but kind of kind of clueless. So he kind of brings in that sweetness of Mallory. Um, okay, I'm looking at pictures of him right now because I was like, I don't. We watched a couple episodes of that, and so I'm kind of behind. Oh yeah, he still has that little boyish yes. look. He looks cutie patootie, but also got has that like the deeper, yep, um, like the deeper uh, angst of yeah. Frey. Yes. So I oh my thought gosh, it was I a perfect blend. It. Oh, Jenny, that's good. What about Bess? Did you cast Bess? I did not. I know. I didn't either. Oh, hmm. maybe that's a good one for our listeners to yes, cast. Yes, listeners, why don't you cast Bess for us? Which and is, who's Bess? So Bess is the daughter of Jake McLeod and Ursula um, de Guernsey. Yes. So who would she be? Because... Uh, you know, Ursula is this dark skin, dark, you know, haired. Camilla Mendez. Camilla Mendez. She's um, a Latina. That's what she identifies as a Latin American. She's actually Brazilian. Mm-hmm. And um, and the book describes her in, like, those terms of, like, dark hair, dark eyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then Jake with kind of sandy blonde hair and lighter, you know, eyes, green eyes, kind of, mm-hmm. um, like, Okay, so what? Who's Bess? What's their daughter look like? I know. I have to research that because I can kind of see her, but I, don't I know. know I can't put a I, I can't put a quick face to it. I love it, Jenny. Good job. This is so fun. Thank you. So we want to hear from you. Like, would you cast anybody differently? Who did you see? Do you even do that? 
because right. that's how my I'm I have to see the person that I'm Same. reading. We will um, link all these photos in the show notes. So in case you're like, now who who did y'all cast? What do you think they looked like? And then we want you to send us messages and tell us if you cast somebody else in your mind, mm-hmm. somebody different, um, or if it, I know we didn't cast every single character. So right. maybe there was a character like. Um, Mallory's friend, the teacher, what was yeah. her name? Apple. Apple. Maybe you cast Apple. What did Apple look like? Mm-hmm. You know, like so. Send us some some of your own thoughts and your own castings, and and tell us what these people looked like to you. Yeah, and stay tuned for the sisters on the same page. Yes. Okay, it's going to be a fun recap, and then wait to the end because they are going to reveal to us our book for October. Yay. Okay, and we're back with Lindy. Yeah. Okay, so Hello. give us the update on Sister. Well, she's doing great. Um, she had Collins, and Collins was 613. She mm-hmm. is the, was the same weight that Maddox was, Aww. with the head, head, full of dark brown hair. Oh. And she's precious. Um, her water broke last Wednesday, and she actually called me at 7.30, which is abnormal for her because she's usually putting Maddox down, and I answer the phone, ha-ha, did your water break? She goes, well, actually, yes. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And I go, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, like, stand up, and I start pacing my house. I said, okay, what do you need me to do? She goes, we're staying calm. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm calm. Okay. I'm calm. And apparently later, she tells me that Blake was texting her behind my back going, she's not calm. She, she's pacing the house. I love it. You got told yes. on. So anyways, we went up there, rode with my mom. or Well, I followed my mom up there, and um, I got to go back there every once in a while and you know, exchanged with my mom and her mother-in-law. And I just stayed out in the um, waiting room, and it was just, it was fun. Mm. It was wonderful. God really redeemed this birth for her, mm. and it was good. Because her first go-round was, re- was very traumatic. Rough. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. And, um, I mean, she couldn't have asked for anything better. It was wow. every prayer that she specifically prayed, God did. Oh, I love that. And it was just it was good. It was beautiful. I got to see Collins before I left and went home and then tried to live my day on an hour of sleep. Oh, oh goodness. I'm glad I'm not the new mom. The new mom. Right. I yes. know. I know. Yeah. I'm too old for <laughs> yes. it now. I know. Yes. But it's good. She's great. Mom's great. Maddox is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dano's great. They're all good. Good. So, yeah. But Lauren's not with us today on this recap because she is taking care of a brand fresh baby yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she, they're doing wellness visits and everything today so it today our sisters on the same page is sister yes. on the same page i, I miss my sister I, know. I like her leading our side of it oh. well you're we gonna were, do great you are we um we were on their way to school this morning and i had in my um calendar on my phone to record with l and l and um malin had my phone because she she's the dj in the morning on the oh, way to yes. school and she looked at my phone and she goes oh you're recording today Day with L and L, and I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "So that's Linda and D." <laughs> I was like, "Well, um, no, no. We need to have a talk with your reading uh-huh, teacher." Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I don't know if you're Linda or D, but welcome. Uh, thank welcome. you. You know what? I've probably been called worse, so I'll yeah. take both. It's okay. <laughs> it's just Lindy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh my goodness. I love that. Okay, so was Twenty Eight Summers your? choice yes oh sister did you love it oh i love i gobbled this sucker up in Uh like and it's a big book and i gobbled it up in like four days yes 
Yeah, it's so good. I love Ellen Hildebrand anyways. All of her books are wonderful. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of take you somewhere else. Yes. It's good. I want to go to Nantucket. Yes. Okay, so no joke. Was I not Googling trips to Nantucket and sending her, like, I was sending Jenny Airbnbs in Nantucket? Yes. Oh, I think it would be so fun. I know. It would be so fun just to do all the things that she says in the book. Yes. I mean, I guess she lives there, so she can kind of talk about all the fun places and yeah and for ellen hildebrand like all like all of her books that that mm-hmm. nantucket is the backdrop yes so that's her the seascape and yes. the salt and the sand and the you it know just takes you there mm-hmm. it's yeah. so fun mm-hmm. i'm so glad y'all loved it i loved it yes. loved it well good good pick. Yeah. Well, yes. thanks thanks <laughs> you want to kick us off with some sure. questions okay so she structured the 28 summers in a unique format what did you like or not like about the structure of it it surprised me. Mm-hmm. And yes. I like, at first I was like, I don't know if I like this. And like two seconds in, I'm like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it did take me by surprise because the the stories, the romance between these two people, the main characters over mm-hmm. 28 years. Mm-hmm. And so she goes year by year and she kind of introduces it like, She's giving you the news cap of what, Mm -hmm. okay, what was going on in 1993? Here's what was happening. And I loved that because it took me back. Oh, yeah. Yes. It makes you really think like, oh, my goodness, we did talk about that. Yes. Yes. We were listening to that song and it was so good. I loved that part. Yeah. The song lyrics, I was like, oh, that was a good one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And she was correct on all of it. Yeah. Even in the storyline, not just the excerpt at the beginning. I know. And Mm -hmm. then too, I think if you, like if you're a little young and if you're a little Gen Z or a young millennial and you Uh weren't alive during the 90s, well, you've heard all of us elder millennials and Gen Xers (laughs) and baby boomers. (laughs) I know. You've heard us talk about it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be familiar with some of these news, because she talks about everything from what was going on in the presidency to, like Mm -hmm. you said, pop culture, music, Mm -hmm. movies, TV, I, she did such a good job of putting you in that headspace of that bubble of yes. here's what life was like then. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think when you've kind of grown up with that, you can say, okay, that is what was going on. Okay, this is what she was wearing probably. Yes. Yeah. And you can really put yourself into it. Totally. And yes. I love how she referred to Mallory as our girl. Uh-huh. I love that. Like you just... She was our girl. Yes. The whole time. That's who we're rooting for. Yes. She's like, and make no mistake, she is our girl. Uh You know, I loved that too. Like, we are rooting for her Mm -hmm. no matter what bad choice she makes. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Along the way. But I love that because, you know, we all have our people. Oh, yes. No matter what. That's right. And I'm like, all right, go Mallory. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I loved that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love the writing style. Okay. So let's talk about the characters. Who was a win and who did you enjoy and who did you not enjoy? Okay, well, obviously loved Mallory. I yes. love and what I loved about her was she um did not fit in the typical heroine right mm-hmm. you know like she wasn't your typical heroine, but she was, and right. she was so confident with herself, even though there was that little bit of you know, I kind of don't know who I am and where I belong and mm-hmm. um like living with Leland and knowing like she was so kind to her. Not to, Leland was not kind. No. <laughs> Mallory was so kind to Leland yes. and just such a good friend. But she also knew like she didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets this uh, gifted home in Nantucket, she starts finding herself. And just the fact that she didn't give in to the status quo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that her aunt, who's the one who uh, who 
gives her the house and it's part of it's her inheritance mm-hmm. when her aunt dies. Well, her aunt was estranged from the family. Mm-hmm. And yet Mallory like kind of took that risk and was independent even as a young uh, as a kid under her parents roof mm-hmm. and her parents were estranged from this aunt and Mallory would still go spend time with this aunt it was yes. like she was kind of the bridge she mm-hmm. was and she really she did life how she wanted to do it yes. how mm-hmm. she felt the thing was the right thing to do no matter whatever everybody else was saying um she did her relationships that way she was real relatable yeah very down to earth i mean i felt like i could walk her path with her a little bit on some things okay so that makes sense to me because jenny and i love the enneagram and we are going to do some enneagram books one day we're going to talk about this okay (laughs) so we love the enneagram and you lindy are an enneagram seven if i have ever met one in my whole life oh gosh i love you my best friend is an enneagram seven you bring the joy Uh and the party and the uh, you bring depth too. I'm not, but you bring so much encouragement yes. and light. You're oh, always, thank you. your eyes are smiling. You're always, you just bring the joy up. Thank you. And I thought Mallory mm-hmm. was an Enneagram seven. Mm-hmm. And so she's not going to spend too much time in her deep, deep seated feelings. She's not right. going to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's Enneagram seven. We're, we're, you will, you will sometimes, right. but it, it's not the norm. You're going to tell your feelings, those sad feelings, to take a shelf mm-hmm. and you are going to literally peel out and look for the joy yep. in things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's Mallory. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was just always like the bright side person. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I and loved everybody, her. They gravitated towards her. Yes. And, you know, and she was just her own person. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I she was too. like the bridge in every relationship. Yes. I like the way you said that she really mm-hmm. was like, even with her brother and his friends, mm-hmm. her brother and the family, her between her family and the estranged aunt and eventually the roommate yeah you know she, just, she was that bridge she was yeah. even at school like between the kids and the administration yes. you know like uh, the kids and the parents whatever she, was she always really was kind of for the underdog yeah yes yeah mm-hmm. I, I but then living this lie i know the I secret know. lie it's not really a lie a secret life i guess yeah. yes I mean, that I, was, I couldn't have done that no <laughs> no 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 okay well who did you not really enjoy oh that's an easy one <laughs> Leland. At first, I was like, no. she's the devil. Yeah. I didn't Leland not was care for her. She was her own person, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In every relationship. And she was consistent. I'll give her that. But Consistently selfish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she really was. Yes. But, I mean, and even in the end, like, for her to be there for, for Mallory at the mm-hmm. very end, it was still... She was probably looking for the forgiveness and still mm-hmm. self-seeking. Yeah. Right. But she just was... Ew. I yeah. just... Her insecurity, mm-hmm. it just, it dripped on everything. It yes. ruined everything. It, all the good things that were brought to her life, every good and stable mm-hmm. friendship and relationship. And all, it wasn't ever enough mm-hmm. to like, uh, I don't know, heal that insecurity inside of her. And she was wealthy and she was charming and she was a go-getter and, you know, she was strong and an achiever. And yet none of that was able to ever really get healed, mm-hmm. you know, to right. heal that part of her insecurity. Mm-hmm. It was really sad. I was like, Leland needs some like deep counseling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She, really did. Mm-hmm. she did. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. what'd you think about Ursula? <sighs> Gosh, I kind of loved to not like her. I yeah. loved yeah. not liking her. She mm-hmm. was a good, like anti-hero mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. in the, in the whole thing. Yeah. I loved her, her, um, drive, Mm-hmm. And 
and her dedication to her work, but her relationships were just heartbreaking because mm-hmm. she just did not like it. I feel like when Jake was talking about his twin sister, that was probably the one person she truly loved. Yeah. I was going to say, I think his sister it was Jessica, right? Mm-hmm. That was the love of her life. You mm-hmm. know, like best friend, yes. soul, yes. love. And and I think if Jessica had grown into adulthood, I think she and Ursula, like probably Jessica would have been her chief of staff. Right. And yes. like Ursula, or her campaign manager. Mm-hmm. And Ursula may have just stayed single, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just been like, because she was married. Her true love, other was than work. Jessica, was work. Mm-hmm. It just was that career. I kind of saw a little glimpse of, okay, we have a little hope when she had her daughter. Yes. yes. I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. Then now that's out mm-hmm. real quick, mm-hmm. and it kind of made me sad too because if it, if if her role was the man, mm-hmm. it would have been applauded because yes. Yes. very uh, career oriented, goal driven, kind of like a Kennedy, mm-hmm. absolutely and, and tragic, like a Kennedy too, because life of just just sadness, yes, and loneliness. Absolutely. But I'm a great worker, yeah. So. Um, okay, so have you ever watched Same Day Next Year or heard of this type of romantic arrangement before? Never. Never. But now I want to see it. I know. I, know. I want to see it, too. Yeah. That's what we'll have to do. We'll have to all yes. come around yes. and do that. So we should. That. Be fun. Yeah. We no, I've never up. heard of that arrangement either. No, that neither. was like something else. Well, then you think, okay, do, do people do that? Because, you know, they don't talk about it. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would hope not. No. You've done that fly on the wall. Please yeah. send us a DM and tell us. <laughs> but we won't tell who it is. No, no. <laughs> you can tell us a friend that you know of has lived this life. <laughs> oh, I love it. But I'm going to need to know the setting. Was it Nantucket-esque? Mm-hmm. Because it's got to be someplace great like that. Absolutely. Not like El Paso. <laughs> Amen. I love you if you live in El Paso. Right. <laughs> Make it fun. Yeah. That's right. We need a water. Yes, we need a dreamy netscape. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so both the synopsis and the first chapter spoil the story with the fact that Mallory is dying and that her and Jake never truly got together other than the one weekend per year. What do you think about the story choice to give away the ending and be upfront that Mallory will pass away? And did that impact how you read the story? I was kind of thinking that maybe it was kind of a mystery, like who um, her son's father was, Mm -hmm. because the whole time when she was talking about the relationships she did enter throughout the years, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, is this the dad or is it Jake? And you were, I think I was always kind of hoping that it was Jake and he just didn't know because like, obviously he wasn't in his life. Right. But, um, but also kind of just that mystery that it And I think too, I thought that for a second but the more i read about jake i thought if if he and mallory had had a son you know and if jake had even thought the time frame matched up or whatever he would have left ursula yeah and, mm-hmm. and gone to be with mallory you know and and raised that child i think so. so i kept wondering every every man that was mentioned you know i was like is this the guy is this yes. the guy you know mm-hmm. everyone i was like who is it who is it i think too um at the when when she was dying at the beginning i was i kept thinking Jake will get there and she'll get be healed. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Like it's, it's going to turn around and then. But part of me was like, no, this is this is how this is going to. It's just going to be a sad story. She's yeah. going to die mm-hmm. and this will be the end. I don't know. They, yeah. That was hard. She was young. I hated mm-hmm. that. I, I hated that. Well, so were you surprised by the dad? I was. Yeah. 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 Me too. When I, when she hooked up with Frey, I was like, okay, I kind of saw that coming. 
just being at the weddings and everything. Right. All the weddings. All the weddings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sweet Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Poor Cooper. <laughs> but um, oh, he needed a journal and a dog, not yes. another wife. He, yes. he needed a little companion and some yes, again, he therapy. Did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I was I was shocked it ended up being Frey. Yeah. yeah. But Frey was like a good dad. Yeah. You know, he turned out to be a good kind mm-hmm. of partner for her to raise a child with. And it, it couldn't have been a better situation for her. Totally. Right. Okay. Why do you think Mallory and Jake never tried to be together? Do you think their relationship would have worked out if they would have given it a try? I wondered that throughout the whole book. Like, why, why didn't you just give it a go? And why was he so, um, I guess he was so dedicated to Ursula because of his sister. Maybe that he just felt like a tie. If he stayed with Ursula, he kept part of Jessica alive. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I I got that. But at the same time, it's like. Or is it like the thrill of the secret? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, do I think they truly loved each other? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do Mm -hmm. too. But could they have done everyday life together? Right. Right. They were both set in their own ways. Yeah. In so many different areas. Mm -hmm. Well, and partly, I think for Mallory, I think Nantucket was the other love of her life. Mm -hmm. She did not want to, she loved that place so much. She left everything behind when her aunt died and, and gave her that house and, and she moved there and started life and she just, she fell in love with every bit of it. And I think ultimately she wasn't choosing between Jake and another man it was between jake and leaving nantucket because mm-hmm. his life wasn't going to be in nantucket mm-hmm. right he was going to go do you know he was going to go be a lobbyist or he was like that his his world was not going to be nearly as serious as ursula took her, right. her direction mm-hmm. in politics but jake was going to be a high capacity achiever oh yeah yes. and and Mallory wasn't. Mm-hmm. And not that her her dedication to her teaching and stuff means she was low capacity. I don't mean that. I just mean she wasn't going to chase. Well, she was just more laid back. She was. Yeah. She was happy with where she was. Yes. And she liked the easy going life. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. I don't blame her. I don't mm-hmm. either. Yeah. I don't either. She liked her summer breaks and her, mm-hmm. you know, all those kinds of things that Jake, you know, he lived a fast pace glitzy mm-hmm. life yeah. which i do think he kind of liked that part of being ursula oh, sure whatever he was yeah. you know sidekick yeah it's <laughs> a good word for yeah. yeah sidekick they had the weirdest relationship oh, to me they did yeah that was I, weird i don't know i couldn't do what she did and i couldn't do what he did so right. i get it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. okay so mallory is in love with jake and because of that every Every relationship she tries always ends in her breaking it off before the weekend with Jake. What did you think about Mallory's decision making? Did you wish that she would have broken up with Jake instead and pursued the other ones? I never did. I never did either. There wasn't anybody who really entered her picture that was, I mean, J.D., was that the name of the cop cop Mm -hmm. who was... No, that was a no for me. Like, I think probably the closest one was at Scott. Yes, yes. That he really, really just adored her. Yeah, that was that was one that I thought. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Yeah. But then, I mean, her heart again. She would have had to change a little bit who she was Mm -hmm. to make room for him long term. Yeah. And I don't think that she was capable of that. No, no, I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think she was. I think she's so set in it that Mm -hmm. I forgot about Scott. I did love him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sad. She and you know you wish because uh, th- that ended and it was like and here's the next chapter. Yes. It was just like she had and the conversation done. with him and it yeah. was over. And you're like, how's Scott doing? I know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, poor Scott. I know. Yes, 
Because, but then you think, okay, so she dated that bear Burkhart. Yes. And how many times did he circle back around? I know. The story? That was a good little, yes. that was a good little tie-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, He's also not, a jerk. Yeah, yes. I'm not like bear <laughs> at all. All right, let's talk about Leland's letter where she wrote about Mallory and Jake's relationship. Oh. And what did you think about Mallory and Leland's friendship overall? Which we kind of touched on mm-hmm. that. But yeah. I thought that was crap of yeah. Leland to throw her under the bus like that, knowing oh. mm-hmm. that she had confided in her in a very vulnerable state and um, gave specifics. I yes. know that shocked. I was like, yes. you know what? If you're gonna, if you need this for your, for again, don't change the names. Just might as well throw them out there. Exactly. Exactly. It's like Mallory B yeah. or yeah. M Blessing. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yes. That was that was a jerk move. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just I think. Again, Leland just just always out for herself. Mm-hmm. That was like the, I mean, that showed it absolutely that that's, you know, what yeah. she was there for. But I thought, too, like to exploit someone that you love and their story. And then, like, Mallory had even disclosed that when she was a drunken mess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you know, that wasn't even a Those true thing you just forget. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. just love them where they're at. That's mm-hmm. right. You just forget. You just, yeah. But, you know, it kind of shows where Mallory was. She was secure and where she or, how she was living her life and where she was in her life that she wasn't even following her yes. best friend's yes. blog. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So she had no yeah, idea. No idea. Mm-hmm. That would break my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. We follow Ursula's career trajectory pretty closely. Were you engaged with her storyline or did you not really care for her? Which we've kind of talked about. Did she truly love Jake? Did you like the addition of all the politics? I, I enjoyed I love the yeah. politics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think her um, trajectory was, I liked it. I think it mm-hmm. built the storyline. It built the um, the tension mm-hmm. whenever it comes to the weekend that they spend every year. Because mm-hmm. all you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it, she is so big. You just know who she is. Yes. And you have to know who her family is. And so for him to risk being seen and risk his wife's career, right. which could have been put at a coffin in her nail. Uh, a nail, nail, nail in her coffin. coffin. Yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> I know words. <laughs> um, like, it, it was, it built suspense. Yes. And um, I don't know, it kind of kept you rooting for Mallory and, and Jake to like, oh, don't. Yeah. Don't go to the to the chicken box or whatever it was called. You know, yeah. like yes. don't risk it. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ursula was uh, okay. So when Jenny was talking earlier, when you said you know if if, if Ursula had been the man in the relationship, mm-hmm. we'd all be like, mm-hmm. well, absolutely, he had to chase his career. He had to, you know, he had to leave his family and be gone twenty hours a day. <laughs> right. Like we would yeah. applaud that, you know. But it's fem- She's female, mm-hmm. and so it's different. And and yet, is it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I don't think it is. I just think it's how we interpret that and how the values that we have in this 1950s American traditional household, which, oh, for women that just does, if you're that kind of an achiever female, that's hard. It's it's not going to work either, you know? And so, uh, but two, I, the whole idea of like an elected official has to be married and has to have 2.0 kids. Mm-hmm. I don't even agree with that anymore. I'm yeah. like, ooh, I don't, that, that's not as important to me. Cause I mean, how many elected officials have we had? Oh yeah. They have the children and the, the spouse and 
13 other affairs that yeah. we also mm-hmm. know about. Like, so I don't know. And then like Ursula has an affair, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was just, a. I almost think it's like puppeteering and I'm like, yeah. who, who's falling for this? Who thinks that like people in politics at that level on a national international level are really wholesome, godly people. They're not. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they are not. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, there's lots of skeletons in the closet, you know? And so, it, I don't know. I just thought for Ursula, I'm like, she didn't even have to be married. Mm-hmm. She didn't have yeah. to have the kid, you know, like, none of that. But at that time mm-hmm. in history, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. she did, unfortunately. Yes. Because women, even today, could sit here at this table in that same, you know, trajectory and say, we still, that is that expectation is still on us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so then I, I processed her in that regard, and I f- kind of felt sorry for her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because she's going to lose no matter what she does. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. lose personally, lose professionally. Mm-hmm. She's always going to be in this battle internally. Yeah. So that humanized her for me. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so that goes into kind of our next question, because skeletons in the closet she shows up in Nantucket Mm -hmm. I mean what did you think about that that was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but also it took you this long yeah you know yeah, and she wasn't there fighting for her man it was this is she was fighting for her career Yeah. yeah and and two I was like she loves Jake as a buddy, as a friend, as a companion, but she—that is—she is not in love with this man. It was more man. of a mom, like y'all yes. are gonna stop. Yeah, yes. we're this not stop gonna today. do this. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And you're going to support this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm shocked that Mallory conceded. I know because yeah. she's kind of rebellious the whole way through with mm-hmm. everybody. Like you're not going to tell me I, what to do. I think it shows her true heart because she doesn't want to hurt Jake. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's like, I really don't care for you, Ursula, but I care for Jake. Yeah. Right. And so I will do this for him, not for you. Right. But I mean. Yeah. Cause Ursula could have left Jake knowing that yes. and said, y'all go be together. Uh-huh. And she didn't because she was, she was protecting her own career. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Do you think that Link and Jake's daughter, Bess, We'll get together. By the way it was written in the end, yes. Mm-hmm. I think that that was kind of like the the whole purpose of their one time every year was so that the two people that they love the most could be together and start this. I mean, and obviously they didn't like the writing led it to that, but yeah. um, like, and they could have an out in the open relationship yes. that Jake and Mallory were never allowed, allowed to really have. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. I do think they end up together. Yeah. Okay, so did y'all happen to read that extra little second book? No. No. Yeah. Mine doesn't have it. No, no. it's um, it's called The Sixth Wedding. <gasps> and um, I just got chills. Yeah, y'all need to read it. Ah! I would tell y'all about, about it, but I... Is it like a thick book, a little book? No, it's little. Hmm. It's little. It's just like an extra chapter. I think my audible was like two and a half hours. Okay. Okay. So I mean it's pretty little. A little short story. Yeah, but it's really good. The sixth wedding. Yeah, and it kind of just it goes back to the next summer. Okay. After Mallory has passed. And it's like the next Labor Day and how everybody just kind of comes back together and talks and is going on with their lives. We have friends that we can read about again. Oh, yes. Yes. 
about Ellen Hildebrand is any book that you read, no matter where you start, you're going to see the same people oh, in different I love paths. That. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. So you'll see, like, is it Cavendish? You know, he yes. was in there just for a second. Yeah. But he's in every one of her books. <gasps> All the chicken boxes in every one of her <gasps> books. And it's just, I you'll love the see little it. Easter eggs. Yes. Ooh, so fun. So fun. Yeah. Well, y'all okay, need to read that one too. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yay. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. We it was loved so it good. so much. Well, Any good. other thoughts around the book? What about Fifi? What do you think Fifi brought to it? Oh, Fifi. Oh, I man. forgot about Fifi. Yeah. You know, I think Fifi brought, she brought a perspective of outside influence, completely different. I think she also was a little bit of an antagonist of Leland, but also coming in. I don't want to say that she tried to get with Mallory, right? Mm-hmm. but it was kind of, I want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. I want to be involved with this. What can you bring to my table? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Leland was going off of Fifi for her own table. Right. Yeah. I don't know. She yeah. was, she was, was interesting. Little, yeah. It was a little bit of a different character, but I, I liked her. I liked her too. I liked her too. I she really liked her. Spice she and like just challenged Leland, which I was like, yeah, she needs some. Yeah. She needs a little bit of her own medicine. But Mallory yeah. loved her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mallory yes. really didn't have girlfriends. Like the, the one right. friend that she taught with mm-hmm. and then Leland and then Fifi became kind of this little special surprise in her life. Yes. And and then Mallory was able to kind of be a friend even to Fifi. Yes. This well accomplished, famous woman who comes to her classroom. And, yes. yes. And yes. she you know, so I loved that. I thought that was a really sweet tie-in that um, and two that Mallory helped Fifi make the change that Fifi wanted in her life yes. to have a child mm-hmm. and have it like truly set like settle roots and have yes. a family. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just thought that was neat that Mallory got to be kind of her cheering squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fifi came and spoke with Mallory before she broke it off with Leland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like she's going to need you. Yeah. Yes. That was so sweet. Yes. I like, so she, too. she recognized that Leland was going to need Mallory, even though Leland probably had no idea that she yeah. was going to need her. Yeah. And that was a sweet thing. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And I think Mallory's life and her living it on her own terms and Fifi and Leland dropping in like they would, I think that may have been the thing that that Fifi was a, kind of a trope, quote unquote, attracted right. to. Mm-hmm. Like, Mallory, like, I want this. Yes, yeah. I want this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that helped her even make this huge life decision for her own self. So yeah. anyway, friendships matter. Oh, they, they do. do. Gosh, you know, and even new friendships. You just, yeah. it's hard, I think, in our 40s to kind of open up our hearts and minds and, mm-hmm. and make space for that. Yeah. But there's still so much that we can learn and grow from, like, new friendships and relationships. So that was like that to me. I was like, oh, keep your heart open, Jess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and I think you, as you grow up, you kind of know who's sitting at your table. And she knew. Mallory knew. Yeah. You know, I love this person. She's probably not going to sit at my... She's dead to me. (laughs) Yes. You know, yeah. she's not sitting at my table uh-huh. anymore. Right. But, you know, I think she gave her so many chances yeah. and so many opportunities. Yeah. And she had been run over so many times that she was like, you're done. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. But at the very end, I'm just disappointed. And then they laugh. It was so good. Yeah. It was a good closure for it both was. of them. It was. It really was. Yeah. And Mallory could have just stuck the dagger right mm-hmm. through Leland's heart, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and she chose not to. And I just thought that was so gracious of her. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Such a great pick. Well, yes. good. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Ooh. It was so fun. 
Tell us October. October. Okay, this is a Lauren pick. Okay. And um, I have not personally read this yet. Okay. So she didn't want to go too crazy with it being Halloween, right. October, but it's a good psychological one. Oh, okay. Yay, so. okay. Okay, so it's called The Neighbors by Hannah Mary McKinnon. Oh, Okay, she's showing us the picture. It we looks have, intriguing. <laughs> we have um, Kindle Unlimited. Okay. It's on Kindle Unlimited for free. Aud- Audible, mm-hmm. and it's $12 on Amazon mm-hmm. for paperback. Okay. So after a night of fun back in 1992, Abby is responsible for a car crash that kills her beloved brother. It's a mistake she can never forgive, so she pushes away Liam, the man she loves most, knowing that he would eventually hate her for what she's done the same way she hates herself. 20 years later, Abby's husband, Nate, is also living with a deep sense of guilt. He was the driver who first came upon the scene of Abby's accident, the man who pulled her to safety before the car erupted in flames, the man who could not save her brother in time. It's this guilt, this regret, that binds them together. They understand each other, or so Nate believes. In a strange twist of fate, Liam moves into the neighborhood with his own family, releasing a flood of memories that Abby has that Abby has been trying to keep buried all these years. Abby and Liam, in a complicit agreement, pretend never to have met, yet cannot resist the pull of the past nor the repercussions of the terrible secrets they've both been carrying. Ooh. So I think it'll be good. It is also on Scribd. um, And the Audible version Uh is on Scribd. Oh, yay. Who's the author again? Uh, Hannah Mary McKinnon. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I, I think it'll it. be good. I think it's going to be this so is good. Be awesome. Yes, you guys have done such a good job picking such good books for oh, us this year. I hope you. y'all enjoy it. I hope everybody is. Yeah, we it's are loving it. Thanks for getting us back to reading. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed getting to. I mean, I travel so much watching the kids and all their sports that I've actually had a lot of audible books going. And Me we had too. a drive on Tuesday. Well, I ended up going by myself. The kids were on a bus and. A good five hours of just listening to books, and I thought, okay, this is nice. Yeah, so nice. I'm glad. It's a delight. Yes. It is. Like, I just feel like restored. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It, just kind of, yeah. it feels like self care. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all very yeah, much. Thank you. Y'all. Next Thank time, you. I know Lauren will be here, and Yay. we'll have a little baby to love on. We're going to squeeze that little baby. Yay. I can't wait. All right. Well, y'all All have right. a good one. Thank you. Too. Love y'all. That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for sharing your time with us. You can follow us on Instagram at jenandjuice.ig and on Facebook at jenandjuice. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me on Instagram at jennyhill.ig. That's Jenny with the J and an I. And I'm Juice, a.k.a. Jessica. You can follow me on Instagram at jessicaphillips.ig. We can't wait to meet you here again next week as we continue these conversations where, as always, we're here to help a sister... And brother, out.